Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. This is 1039 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here with someone in a very short period of time has made herself a major player. And uh, I'll tell you what, uh, people have been talking about her for years. I, I, you can't believe um, how youthful she is, how young she is, uh, because she just seems like she's been a, a staple on people's, uh, on people's uh, minds uh, when it comes to Wall Street for a, a while. And it, you know, it really hasn't been that long, but uh, she is known as the Wolfette of Wall Street and going public is her latest, and you'll be able to see that next week on entrepreneur.com. She's the host and producer, and you talk about a perfect venue. Everyone, everyone, everyone must tune in to this, and you'll be able to start seeing it stream uh, on Tuesday. And let me introduce to you Lauren Simmons, everyone. Lauren, how are you? I'm great. I'm so excited to be here. Uh, you also have to be excited about uh, about next week uh, launching this. Uh, I imagine you're going to get rave reviews, um, and people are already buzzing about it. Uh, going public sounds like something very exciting. Give us a little a rundown of it. Give it a, a, an overview, if you don't mind. Yes, yeah, so Going Public will be premiering on Entrepreneur.com on January 18th, and in real time, we get to watch entrepreneurs uh, raise capital through the reggae process. And for people who don't understand how amazing this opportunity is, typically when um, you are doing pre-IPO, you have to have a net worth over a million dollars. Anyone through the reggae process over the age of 18 globally can be able to uh, participate in a pre-IPO of um, companies. And that is you know, where we talk about generational wealth, that is really where we talk about, um, you know, having access to to that to those early uh, opportunities. Pre-IPO usually shares are, I'm just throwing out a random number, $5.18. And then once the company goes public, those prices are now $125 a share. So most Americans can't buy multiple shares at $125 to have access to be able to buy it at that five dollar range is an extraordinary opportunity. So I'm I'm so grateful to be part of this journey and for you all to see all the amazing companies, which uh, vary from retail to science to education. Um, and so there's there's really a, a home for everyone. Uh, Lauren, give us an idea of when going public became a concept, and when. Um uh, when this this show, when this uh, this streaming show, uh, really had its birth or had the, uh, the the germination of it, at least, how long has it been going on? Oh my goodness, the idea has been around for five years plus, um, and the last two years I've been part of the project, and we are now in 2022, and I'm so excited to finally uh, have everyone see what it is, the incredible work that we've been doing uh, the last few years. You know, I, I spoke about your reputation, and, and I, I don't think I've, I overhyped it. I mean, you, uh, you've broken that glass ceiling that everyone talks about, and you, uh, you're doing this as a woman, as an African-American woman. And, uh, and, you know, people might say, oh, what are you talking about? It's 2022. But the truth is that, uh, that you're not surrounded by a lot of people like you. 
right? You're, uh, you're, you getting to where you are um, uh, to to be a, a full a full time equity trader on Wall Street. There's not a lot of folks like you there, uh, correct? Right. No, I I was the second African American woman to ever hold a second African American equity trader to hold a seat at the New York Stock Exchange. Throughout the exchange's history, there's only been three. The first woman was not a trader, um, and then Martina Edwards uh, in early 2004 was uh, the first African-American trader, and then I was the second in um, 2018. And even my time on the floor, there were only other three uh, African-American men that were on the floor. Um, but as far as like diversity as a whole, Latina, Asian, um, if, if if there was usually one or none. <laughs> so it, it was very um, small marginal numbers across the board. And, yeah, I'm, I'm grateful that I, you know, was able to walk those floors and, and have that opportunity. Lauren, it sounds almost cu- uh, uh, archaic that uh, the system would be. This is Wall Street. I mean, how is it not more diverse? And it's uh, it, it's disturbing. Uh, in a sense that, uh, and and congrats to you for breaking these these barriers. But wow, I mean, we're we're in 2022, and uh, and and all of this yeah. is still going on. I, I I think going public, and and again, I'll remind folks, going public uh, this Tuesday. You can get it entrepreneur dot com. It's a must watch. But I think going public might might change that. It's going to bring a lot of people a new attention to you. I think you're going to uh, you know maybe attract a, a lot of young folks coming into uh, into the business and, and maybe a lot of African American women and uh, and and women in general coming in. Uh, are you looking at it like that? Yes, and even through the casting and how we looked at bringing the companies onto the show, right? Like. They are not a reflection of traditional Wall Street, i.e. just old white men. Um, We have immigrant founders. We have women founders. We really have a melting pot of what a representation of America looks like when it comes to entrepreneurs and businesses throughout America. And so being able to see that, because even when we look at um, companies that do go public, uh, since 2022, there has only ever been 22 uh, female-founded companies that have listed at the New York Stock Exchange. There have been thousands of companies that have listed in only 22 throughout American history, which is absolutely bananas. So I think um, we we really did a really good job with, with the casting and the companies and making sure that we had an accurate um, representation of what America looks like and the companies that we, we see. And, um, and it's easier, right, when you see companies that have similar stories or similar faces that look like you to be able to say, you know what, I want to invest in this company and their journey and I want to see them succeed because I can relate to um, the people that um, that are, you know, part of this company. Lauren Simmons, congratulations on, on everything. Your, your whole career is just... Um, is just unfolding in front of us, and it's just amazing. Uh, but especially going public, which debuts uh, this Tuesday coming up, entrepreneur.com. Everyone must see it. Lauren's the, the host and producer of the show, The Wolfette of Wall Street, she's called. Lauren, give us a website or a social media site where people could follow along and anything else you want to add before you go. 
Yeah, absolutely. Please follow me on um, Instagram, L.A. Simmons, or on LinkedIn, or my other projects that are out on the public. You can you can find them online. And, yeah, I will definitely keep you guys up to date on my journey and all new announcements uh, that is coming very, very soon, including going public. So please stay tuned. Lauren, thanks for being here. I'm so grateful. Thank you. Frank McKay here once again. Lauren Simmons has been our very special guest. She's the host and producer of Going Public, and that uh, you could you could check out. It'll be streaming next week, starting next week. It'll always be streaming, right? Entrepreneur.com, and and they uh, they talk about having 14 million unique viewers uh, or or eyes on it or whatever um, every day. You know, and and again, it's you never know, but uh, uh, but I mean that sounds uh, that sounds uh, uh, terrific. And anyway, she made her career start uh, at Rosenblatt Securities, which is a big time firm. And as uh, as we said, and she said, she was the first full time equity trader on on Wall Street, uh, who's from the African American community, and the first woman. I, I mean, is that possible? First full-time equity trader on Wall Street, and uh, that was uh, that was 2018. I, I, that sounds ridiculous, right? I, I don't know how that how that is possible, and uh, but it is. It, and again, she she developed this reputation. Somebody started calling her the Wolfette of Wall Street, and um, and, and it stuck. And she's, uh, you know, she really built uh, her uh, her reputation uh, from, you know, from from the start here. But when you when people start calling you that, you're like, well, and especially if you saw, <laughs> saw the movie. Well, you talk about putting a target on your back. You know, you got to do everything by the by the books. If people start calling you the Wolf Et of Wall Street, because <laughs> the Wolf of Wall Street, obviously. Um, uh, it was problematic in, in the movie anyway. I don't know anything about uh, how how art um, recognizes the, the reality on the outside, but uh, if you saw uh, DiCaprio in The Wolf of Wall Street, uh, it, was, it was terrific, but it, it was dark and it was it was dirty and, you know, as far as the, the, the inside of trading and all of that went. But anyway, the she's nothing like that, I'm sure. Um, but Lauren Simmons is... Uh, is, is amazing. She's got an amazing story, and if you're thinking there should be a film, there's a film in the works, and uh, we didn't get into that. Maybe we'll have her back and talk more about how going public is going uh, in the future, uh, but also talk about that film that is uh, is in the works, and Lauren Simmons has been our very special guest. Frank McKay here with the host and producer of Going Public. Check her out on Entrepreneur. Dot com, and we'll see you all next time on Breaking It Down. This is Frank McKay.